listening to Transformative Coaching. This is Nina Madhok. Welcome to today's episode. Today's podcast is all about how it can sometimes be difficult to achieve our goals. Take a moment to reflect. Do you have a goal that you've kept trying to reach? Maybe you've been trying for several years, but despite all of your best intentions, and a deep desire to actually achieve this goal, you haven't quite managed to do it. Something always seems to get in the way. And maybe sometimes you make great progress, but somehow you always end up falling back. Now it might be a practical goal, something like changing jobs or getting healthier or getting fitter. Perhaps it's an emotional goal. Like you'd like to create more time and space for yourself. But whatever the goal, the same situation occurs. You try and you try and you never quite get there. You know the situation. January 1st is a classic. It's time for a New Year's resolution again. And perhaps this year you've got a resolution to get healthier. But by the time February the 1st comes around, you're reaching for the junk food without even giving it a second thought. And you might judge yourself for not being able to achieve the goal. You might decide that you're just too weak and you're never actually going to achieve it. But what's really going on when this happens? Why is it so difficult to achieve a goal that on the surface we've really committed to? Well, there can be multiple different reasons. But the reason that I'd like to touch on today is when we have deeper buried goals ones that are deep inside us and we're not aware of, but somehow they prevent us from achieving the goal on the surface, actually without us ever even having realised. This raises three questions for us to address. The first one is, how can we identify what's actually stopping us from achieving our goal? The second one is, How can we uncover these deeper buried goals that may be getting in our way? And the third question that we need to answer is, once we do identify deeper goals, what can we actually do about them? A useful tool in the process to uncover these deeper goals and go inside and start to understand more about what's preventing us is called the Immunity to Change Framework. It's something you can Google, but I'm going to outline it for you here today, and you may want to consider using it. So to use this framework, take a clean sheet of paper, A4, A5, perhaps even open a Word document landscape on your computer. Divide the sheet into five columns. In each of these columns, we're going to explore an aspect of something that's happening for you. With the first column, I'd like you to write down what your goal is. That goal that you've been trying to achieve that you haven't quite got round to doing. Try to distill it down into just a sentence or two. Be as specific as you can. And below that goal, list five or six actions that you believe will help you to actually achieve it. Take a moment to consider. Read it back. Check in with yourself. Does this really articulate what your goal is and what you're trying to achieve? If not, 
take a moment to reconsider how to phrase it. Put it down in a way that resonates with you. In column two, I'd like you to list out the behaviours that you're doing that are working against you achieving that surface goal. So perhaps your goal was to get healthier, but somehow whenever you go to the supermarket, you keep buying foods that are unhealthy for you. Try and be specific when you're listing out your behaviours. Exactly what is it that you're doing that's preventing you from achieving that goal? And if you get stuck, take a moment to consider the behaviours that you're doing that are the opposite of the actions that you listed in the first column. Reflect for a few moments on how each of these behaviours stalls your effort to achieve the goal. Once you've listed all of these out, aiming for three, four, five, six goals, the amount's not important, just as long as you feel that it's capturing all of the behaviours that you do. We can move on to column three. This column will need a little bit more thought, so take some real time out to go deep. Look at the behaviours that you listed in column two and ask yourself how you would feel if you did the opposite. List out the worries and fears that come up. The worries and fears that come up in your pursuit of achieving that goal. They may be directly linked to the goal or they may be somehow indirectly linked. So if that goal is once again becoming healthier, and if you didn't go to the supermarket and buy that junk food, perhaps you might feel that the junk food was a bit of a crutch for you when you're having a low day. It gave you that immediate kick, the dopamine kick. But if you didn't go to the supermarket and buy that food, perhaps you'll feel more down. So the worry or the fear is actually, if I stop doing that behaviour, if I stop buying the junk food, I might feel worse about myself. Or perhaps there's a worry or fear linked directly to the goal. A worry or fear that you might fail in achieving it. Or that you won't be happy when you get there. Whatever the fears are, list them all down in column three. Try not to hold anything back. Once you feel that you've listed out all of the ones that are relevant to you, you can move on to column four. In here, we're going to list out all of the hidden and competing goals and commitments that you have. These are the ones that are preventing you from achieving that surface goal. To do this, look at each of the worries or fears that you listed in column three and identify what it is that you actually fear that you might be compromising or losing. And list out all of those in column four. These are effectively your competing goals. So if you fear that not buying junk food at the supermarket will mean that you don't have something to go to when you have a bad day at work and you feel down, then one of your goals is to have an immediate short-term kick to be able to feel good when things aren't quite going to plan. So you have a goal to maintain that situation. 
Once you've listed out all of your competing goals, we can move on to column five. In here, try to look at the competing goals in column four and identify what the internalized truths are about those goals. What makes them goals that are important to you? What are the assumptions that you're making? So perhaps one of the assumptions is that actually junk food makes me feel good and there is no other way for me to feel good short term when I've had a bad day. List out all of these assumptions in the final column. These are the barriers and the obstacles that are in your way that are preventing you from achieving your goal. So let's step back for a moment and consider what all of this means. We have a goal on the surface, we're committed to achieving that goal. We keep going round in circles and we don't quite achieve it. And then we judge ourselves for it, feel worse, which probably fuels the destructive behaviour in the first place. Making us even less likely to achieve that surface goal. Instead, if we can uncover what's going on deep inside us, what's really preventing us from achieving it, we can address those concerns instead. So in the example above, perhaps we'll consider that, look, an assumption was that I need junk food to feel good when I'm having a bad day at work. So to really address that, I'm going to look at what other things I can use when I'm having a bad day. Perhaps I'm going to go and do some exercise instead. Perhaps we can have a bath. But whatever it is, you're doing something that actually achieves that goal that's buried under the surface. Free of that goal, you can then pursue the surface goal that's been so difficult. This leads to a way in which you can achieve deeper, more sustainable change. It prevents you from hitting your head against a brick roll or going round and round in circles.